Jam. Goodbye, so Hey, welcome back to another episode of the BPM, you know. Back porch Mexican. Um, it's officially, you know, our 18th episode. Um, it's been a wonderful road, you know, trying to learn everything about this new endeavor I'm taking, but I want to talk about corruption, like, I remember the first time that I witnessed corruption, I was maybe 13, right, this memory popped in my head, like, out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even search for it. It just, like, popped up. It was crazy. It's crazy. The memories are like that, you know? I completely forgot about it. So I had a friend that, um, crazy. His mom and his dad, he was born here in the U.S., but his mom and his dad weren't. And they got deported in the early 90s. Yeah. So he had to move to my town. And he was what we call pochos, right? Which is weird. Pocho is like um is like real Mexicans don't like you just because you were born on this side and Americans don't like you because you look Mexican. So you're kind of like in be- you're we we're fucked up, right? We're, as a society, we're fucked up. Like, we don't like people. Like, you could be born in Germany with American parents, and you still be considered American. That happens all the time, because, like, military people have, in some instances, they have babies overseas. The whole family's overseas, because they're deployed overseas. But they're still considered Americans. But when you're from Mexico, and you're born anywhere else... You're not Mexican enough. It's a weird thing, man. It's like you're not, like, I don't know, like, I don't understand that. Like, I don't get it. Like, then what the fuck am I? You know, like, w- w- it's weird. But I think it's a little bit of a, of hate towards people that might have other opportunities outside of Mexico, you know, so it's it's definitely that for sure. But so this guy moved in into my neighborhood and his Spanish was was so his Spanish was like my English. Let's say that. You could understand what he was saying, but you're like, "Um, oh, you are different. You are not from here. You are from Mother Russia." Right? Uh, he he stuck out like a sore thumb. And he was cool. But he was wild, man. Like, like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he realized something. It's like, oh, my parents are all loud. Like, they didn't just get deported and, like, because they didn't have any papers. No, they just fucking got caught dealing drugs. And they did have papers. And they got deported. You know what I mean? That often happens a lot. People find themselves... Um, 
looking to get into the country illegally or legally or whatever, and then they eventually, some of them get green cards and citizenships and all that, and they become members of society, good ones, right? And then sometimes that temptation is real, man. Corruption is real. Like, you know what I mean? So doesn't matter where you are. But it, it, it's very, corruption is, is definitely in all of us. It's not just like some of us have it. No, we all are corrupted somehow, some way. You know, even animals are corrupted. But the level of injustice that you see in Mexico is different. But before I get into the injustice thing, like, corruption is part of why there's so much injustice, for sure. But I was 13, this guy moved in, his mom had two cars. They had a little truck, like a two-door. Actually, you know, it's a, like a, it was like an 89 or 90s S10 Chevy truck. Small little white truck. But that's where they used to go to groceries and all that shit. Like, you know, and then they had the family car, which was like a, like a big SUV. But this dude would steal his mom's car in the middle of the night and would come looking for me. So I'm like, his name is Alan. Uh, you know, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, let's go. Oh, I will go to his house. I'm like, yo, go get your mom's fucking car keys and let's go. Right. And he was, he's older than me. Right. So most, most of the guys that I hung around with growing up were older than me. I was 13. He was maybe 17. Right. So uh, definitely an age gap. But, um, this one night, me, him, and, is that how you say it? It's not, it's not, you don't put yourself first, right? So it's him, Ivan, and I. We take his mom's truck, and we're just riding around town, and we're not even doing anything bad. We're just smoking cigarettes and riding the car. That's, that's, I mean, he's 17, no license, past curfew because that's the thing in mexico there's curfew you can't be out and about just like fucking like willy-nilly you know what i mean like during the week your ass better be home at 10 o'clock and the weekends it's like the party scene is out and it's different right but in the like if you're under 18 and it's past 10 o'clock at night they fucking blow a horn every night at 10 o'clock that shit don't tell you know what i mean you get caught outside i mean at least when I was growing up down there, all right, you getting picked up, no matter, no questions, you getting picked up. What the fuck are you doing out? How old are you, all right? So we were, I was thirteen, Alan was seventeen, and Ivan was nineteen, all right? So now, he's an adult. He gets to go home if we get pulled over. But me and the other dude don't get pulled over. Don't get to, don't get to go home unless your parent comes and picks you up, which, right, it happened. We get fucking pulled over, and we were scared shitless, shitless, because it was raining, and 
in the middle of the night. It's like two o'clock in the morning. What the fuck are we doing? Where are we going? You know what I mean? What are we doing? And Alan goes, hey, to the cop, can we just go home? I'll drive straight home. You can follow me. And that way we don't get into trouble with the law or my mom. But I'm scared of my mom, he said. He goes, I have $10. Listen to this. $10. If you let me go. This is 1997, 98, 99, 98, 1998. You know what I mean? So he gives him the $10 and then he scolded us for not having IDs. He fucking screamed at us and he pulled out his fucking ID the size of a newspaper cover. He's like, you always got to carry this shit because we want to know who you are for reals. And this is like chill little town. And I mean, the cop was super aggressive, but he let us go. Then I was like, what? You can give them like you grow up and you're like, yeah, yeah. Cups are kind of pieces of shit because they work back then. That was not the case. The case, there were some of them, right, that. Might have been involved in something shady, but definitely nowadays you're like, oh, I can't trust that guy. I can't trust you. Can't tr- they can't even trust themselves amongst themselves? You know what I mean? So that was the first time I witnessed corruption. But I watched this fucking docu series. Not, not even a docu series. It's a short documentary. It's about thirty minutes about. This journalist that she uncovered all kinds of um, connections between the Sinaloa cartel and higher members of the government, like higher ranking members, like Secretary of Defense, like President, presidential candidates. Like it's it's she had to eventually essentially flee Mexico and because they fucking just get killed. Newspapers, reporters are, they're dying by the dozen down there. You know what I mean? Any reporter, you can't be a journalist and just like, be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about how many people were killed in my town today. They're like, no, you're not going to do any of that because if you do, we'll kill you too. You know what I mean? So, she uncovers this, this, this connections and people get arrested and he, she essentially becomes like cartels worst nightmare. Cause now she's like, like she, what is she going to do back out? And no, she's going to go in deep. Right. So she starts digging and digging and digging. And, um, that story leads you into like, um, the disappearance of young adults right and how how often it happens and how little people get the issue resolved or how is they get closure right like if your family member goes missing the battle is is he alive do i still carry on with my life 
thinking that he's going to pop out well, but I don't know if he's well because I haven't heard from him. Or is he dead? And I wish that he was not found dead, but not found. Like, they, this families find, themse- find themselves in that category. Either I'm devastated because they killed him, and I wish they didn't find him dead. I wish we still out looking for him, right, with the chances that he might be alive. Or they don't get... Um, They don't get closure because they never find them. This lady, she fucking made me cry. This lady is is definitely, as a father, it makes you like realize like how much that would suck. Right, because this mother is essentially looking for her son for years, hoping that he's alive, wishing that he's alive, right, only to find him dead in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of other bodies he she dug up ninety three bodies ninety three let me say that again, imagine if someone from the fucking hills of beverly like like 93 but someone is just killing people and burying them nonstop throughout the country and everybody's like yeah we're fine it's it's cool nothing's happening here no one don't pay attention to what's going on down here it's only a matter of time before it fucking blows up in somebody's face she dug up and she's one of thousands of people doing this she dug up 93 bodies before she found a fragment of her son she found a, an arm and part of the face. That's it. That is crazy. Imagine that we let corruption handle life like that. Because corruption essentially will corrupt life itself. And to go back, it's kind of, it'd be super hard to go back. You, How do you go back from that? It's not an easy road to go back, right? To not have corruption. I don't think that's possible. Well, this lady is, now that she's like, she says she spends days at her son's graveyard and just, Looking sad. That's insane to me. To me, it's, it, I know a lot of w- worse things happen around the world, and but like to find ninety three, just you know, what I mean, like that's not that's not normal to find ninety three bodies to find your 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 son. To find 93 other bodies that like, and then the government's like, yeah, we're doing fine. Yep. What? Stay at home. Don't come out. You know what I mean? I don't know what, I don't know where, where this ends. Violence is never going to end. Like, what are we doing? 
it's almost like we don't want to solve problems. We're just like, yeah, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe it's what we do. We always fight, you know, either with somebody else or within each other. But corruption is it's the, one of the scariest yet most amazing things because I think that corruption is a good thing when it's beneficial to you. And not what I mean, like, oh, you're going to, you know, you're going to get bribed. No, no, no. What I mean is like, let's say you a uh, that you are a an apprentice of a welder. Apprentice. And they're going to pay him, let's say, $4,000 a month while he's being an apprentice. And in three years, he's now a journeyman. Right, he's has worked himself into positions in order to make a little more money every time. Do you think he'd be like, "Oh no, pay me the same"? Right, the corruption that lives within him, or the greed that lives within him. You can call it greed and corruption. Ah, I guess greed. Uh, it's not corruption. Corruption. It means that you are willing to to overlook what's wrong in order to get benefit from it like yeah that's corruption right yeah exactly i think so maybe i don't know listen again i'm just trying to i'm trying to get through all this because this is like not even talked about well i mean i guess it is talked about it's not like i'm the first one breaking the news right but it almost seems like like eek, like it doesn't matter it gets no like if it gets coverage in mexico somebody's dying right there's all these websites that you can't even find who runs them because everybody's afraid again i'm not i don't know anything you know I know nothing. The less I know, the better. All I'm saying is that all I'm questioning is, can we can we take it back? Can we take back the corruption? Fuck no. Because the next guy is just as, right, as hungry as the next guy. So corruption is n- n- never ending. The violence, that's another. That, that could be, I don't think... You fight fire with fire. You fight fucking fire with water. You know what I mean? The government fighting the cartels, I don't think it's... I guess I couldn't speak on this because I don't... And, and I mean, I don't know anything about that. But you start fucking freezing bank accounts and taking money away from them, I guarantee you they're going to run out of bullets. You know? You start fucking freezing bank accounts and hitting the pocket... And looking for, you know what I mean? That's, I guarantee you will find some. They just popped two fucking Chinese nationals. They were laundering money for the cartel. In China. Through casinos. So, you tell me. Yeah, corruption is never ending. Violence should be our priority. Here and there. And in the fucking world. We're constantly fighting. 
right? So, listen. And the great words of Mike, servant Mike, you know, love one another, love your enemies, something like that. See, like, I'm already preaching. You have reached and touched my heart, servant Mike. Um, Go shout him out. You know, I'm serving Mike on Instagram. And he's, Jesus Christ! He's gonna, you know, enlighten your day. I want you to um, do nothing with anything I said, but thank you for listening. Right? Stay black. Love one another. Jesus Christ loves you. And remember, church is where all the ex- bad people go to feel better.